From the Ohio News Network, this is Ohio Sports Magazine. Now, here's your host, Kate Burdett. Welcome to this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. I'm Kate Burdett. Later this month, there will be a very important weekend for thousands of Special Olympics athletes across Ohio when their annual state summer games take place. Today, we'll hear from some people who will be a part of that exciting weekend, including a Central Ohio Special Olympics athlete who's competing in his seventh summer games. And of course, we'll have the latest from our friends at the Locked On Podcasts and from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Let's get going. June 23rd through the 25th, the campus of The Ohio State University in Columbus will be teeming with activity. That's because the Special Olympics State Summer Games will be happening there. They do it every year. In fact, this is the 50th year they'll be at Ohio State. It's a weekend of sports competition for some of the finest Special Olympics athletes from all over the state of Ohio. It's a weekend of camaraderie, and it's a weekend of inclusion. As you might imagine, it takes quite a few people to put this on. We have Kim Lauer with us today. She is a coach for Special Olympics Ohio. She coaches athletes in the New Albany area outside of Columbus. And we want to learn a little bit more about what it's like to be a part of this movement. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. It's so exciting to to hear about people like you who you do this on a volunteer basis, don't you? Yes, yes, we do. Hundreds and hundreds of coaches for Special Olympics Ohio and in other states and other countries volunteer their time to coach athletes who have intellectual disabilities and to help them achieve things that they may not have thought they could achieve. Kim, what got you started as a Special Olympics coach? Um, So I'm a teacher in New Albany, and uh, in spring of 2011, New Albany started their first Special Olympics team. Uh, We started with track. And I had a student who was going to participate on the track team. So I went just to be a helper and somehow ended up being one of the coaches. And we muddled our way through that first year. We had no idea what we were doing, but we figured it out and everybody had fun together. Um, And then the next year, my husband decided he was going to join me. And then along the way, we've added two children. Uh, They started coming with us in strollers and crawling around the field now they're seven and 10 and they've graduated to being little mini coaches with us. They run the track with the athletes and hand out medals um, at meet. So it's truly a family affair for the Lowers. That sounds so cool. Is track the only sport that you coach or do you diversify? It is. Uh, New Albany has nine um, sports that we coach now or that we have now. And um, my family just helps with the track team. Our Uh, season runs from April to June. We meet weekly to practice and we usually have about four meets. Um, And uh, we're just one part of the coaching team though. There's a lot of coaches um, that help with all the sports, but track in particularly. And most recently, there's been a little bit of a passing of the baton, so to speak. Two of the children of previous coaches have taken on that head coaching role. So it's pretty cool because they were just kids when we started. Now they're adults and they're coaching in the same way that we used to. And it sounds like you're training your kids to follow in those footsteps as well. So (laughs) that's a great succession plan. (laughs) It really is. Yep. What would you say is the, the most positive thing that you have gotten out of the experience of being a Special Olympics coach? So I'd say that it really highlights the importance of community. We've met a lot of families and we've made friends along the way. Uh, it's been a great organization to be a part of, but 
On the flip side, I've got to see our town really rally around our athletes. Um, our first responders come and play basketball and they run the Olympic torch through town. High school athletes come to practices and help run the meets we host and teachers, our coaches for the various teams. And so I think the message is clear that our athletes are an important part of our community. And at the end of the day, that's all anybody wants to know that they're valued and have a place that they belong. Special Olympics has in recent years talked about kind of starting an inclusion revolution. It's about including people with disabilities, with people who don't have disabilities, and really, like you said, Kim, kind of creating that community. There are thousands of Special Olympics athletes throughout the state of Ohio, and a couple thousand of those, along with their coaches and families, and many, many other people will be on the campus at Ohio State in Columbus for the state summer games. That's a pretty big deal for you and your athletes, isn't it, Kim? Oh, yeah, it really is. I just recently saw they're expecting more than 3,000 athletes and coaches to come to OSU for the Summer Games. I think that's amazing. That is amazing. And it is a a jam-packed weekend. The opening ceremonies uh, start things off. And you mentioned the uh, police officers who run the torch that uh, run that throughout the state, bring that into the stadium to light the cauldron to start the weekend. And then there are a number of different sports all over campus. And what I'm getting at here, and I think you can back me up on this, Kim, is that there is always a need for fans to come and cheer the athletes on. And anyone in the community can do that. All you have to do is show up and find, uh, you know, athletes to cheer for. I know at the Jesse Owens Track Stadium is a big location where they do all of the track and field events. But fans in the stands are very important to those athletes, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I'd encourage anybody to come down. Uh, it's a great way to spend your day cheering on the athletes. Uh, you can't beat the feeling of what's happening in the stadium down there. Uh, it doesn't matter what sport you're watching. And if you've never been a part of Special Olympics, it's really something you should not miss out on. The Special Olympics Ohio State Summer Games happening at the Ohio State University. Kim Lauer will be among hundreds of volunteer coaches from all over the state who give their time to help these athletes achieve some potential that they may not have even been aware that they had. Kim, we are so excited for you and your athletes and all that's going to be accomplished at the Summer Games. Thank you so much. Thanks for highlighting this amazing new organization. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. The Buckeye Show. You've already got Ohio State and Michigan that made a four-team college football playoff, so the goal would be to shoot for four teams, right? To get into a 12-team model. The Buckeye Show. Sponsored by CareSource. Weeknights at 6 on The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. The Special Olympics State Summer Games, the largest state-level competition for that organization, will be happening the weekend of June 23rd through the 25th in Columbus on the campus of Ohio State University. Carla Batt is the Volunteer Engagement Manager for Special Olympics Ohio. And as one might imagine, it takes quite a few volunteers to put on an event of this magnitude. Carla, you must be exhausted already. Well, um, not exhausted, really excited, actually. And I wanted to thank you, Kate, for taking time and giving us the opportunity to speak about Summer Games. It's near and dear to our hearts, and we will be hosting over 3,000 people, volunteers, 
coaches, chaperones, sports directors, athletes. So we'll have a lot of folks there. So I'm thinking roughly 600 volunteers will need to be recruited. Oh, my goodness. And this is just one of the events that you do throughout the year. Well, it may be one of the bigger events. Volunteers really are kind of a lifeblood for your organization, aren't they? They sure are. We can't do our events without our volunteers. They are near and dear to our heart. And also, it's just a really great way for them to give back to the community and then also kind of look through the lens of our athletes and those who work for Special Olympics and how exciting it is to be able to bring these types of opportunities to our athletes around the state. The state summer games happen every year. In fact, as I've mentioned, this is the 50th year Special Olympics Ohio will be holding this competition on Ohio State's campus. Several different sports will be competing at the state level. Athletes really do work in their individual communities all over Ohio throughout the year to get the chance to come to this competition. Uh, tell me, Carla, a little bit about what your volunteers do for that weekend. What kind of jobs do they have? Sure, they do vary um, from sports. And on top of sports, we also need help with distributing meals, our Olympic Village, where we'll host like bounce houses and games. We need opening ceremony folks to escort the athletes and their groups out until Je- onto Jesse Owens Field. But some of the things they might do is escort athletes. So, for example, on the track, we'll have them uh, athletes in the bullpen, and then sometimes they need escorted to the, the starting line or maybe from the finish line to the awards area. We also need volunteers to do things like measure and mark at mini jab and shot put and softball throw. At bowling, it's really a lot of fun. You simply sit at the um, bowling alley and sit at the lanes and assist them if they need. But honestly, our athletes sometimes know way more than the rest of us. And it's really exciting to watch them because this is a big deal for them to make it to state games. Special Olympics provides opportunities for athletes with intellectual disabilities to compete in several different sports. There are some 20,000 Special Olympics Ohio athletes in the state of Ohio. And as Carla just said, this is a big deal. Summer games are something that are they look forward to. The athletes, the coaches, the volunteers, pretty much everyone involved. It's, it's a special time on the campus of Ohio State. And perhaps if you're listening right now, you're saying, oh, I would love to be a part of that. While it may be a little late to get involved this year, there is a way you can still kind of catch some of the spirit of the summer games just by going, and as we've talked about here today a little bit, going to be a fan, to cheer on the athletes. That's completely free to the public to do, right, Carla? That is correct. We need fans in the stands, and that is almost as important as our volunteers. However, I am still need. um, I have a lot of need for bowling volunteers, volleyball, and bocce ball. So if anyone's interested, they can reach out to me at kbat88 at sooh.org, and I would be happy to send the sign-up links because, really, it's not too late to help out distributing meals and all kinds of other things that we have going on that exciting weekend. Well, I'm glad we I'm glad we cleared that up. So there is still time to yeah. volunteer. And with so many athletes and so many people coming to Ohio State for this weekend of events, 
like you said, it's not just about the sports. Once they finish competing for the day on Saturday or on Sunday, there are meals to be served. There are other things to do. And they really, the Special Olympics Ohio staff really does a great job of putting on not just competitions, but a whole weekend of events for these athletes to really enjoy and and some great memories are made so many friendships are formed on and off the competition field carla in your experience as an employee of the organization what would you say is the most important thing that special olympics brings to the community i think inclusion diversity just opening people's eyes to the world that we live in and that it's not always the same everywhere you live and every place you go, that there's a lot of exciting things going on in our communities that sometimes we're not even aware of. Special Olympics brings that special time to these athletes who maybe not have those opportunities on their day-to-day life. So really, it's just the opportunity to expand what we know and what we do every day and the happiness that we can bring to those with IDD. The Special Olympics Ohio State Summer Games happening June 23rd through the 25th on the campus of The Ohio State University in Columbus. SOOH.org is their website, and you can go there to get any information, whether perhaps you are interested in finding out more about becoming a Special Olympics athlete, or as we discussed with Carla, you'd like to volunteer. And of course, we're focused on summer games right now, but 365 days a year, basically, Special Olympics Ohio almost always has something going on and a need for volunteers no matter where you are in the state of Ohio. So check out their website, check out the volunteer opportunities, and get involved with this great organization. Carla, we so appreciate your time, and we're so excited for the Summer Games. We'll be cheering you on for sure. Well, thank you so much, Kate, again, for the opportunity, and we hope that you come out and experience this great weekend with us as well. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Everyone knows you can have a lot of fun outside. But did you know that spending time outdoors is actually good for you? That's right. Spending time in the outdoors can have a positive impact on your body and your mind. Even 15 minutes outside a day can lower your stress and help you feel better. So get out there, visit an Ohio park, and thrive outside. Are you in crisis? Contact Ohio's Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call, text, or chat 988. This is the sound of a popular American motorcycle. It's the sound of freedom, the open road, really good times. And this is what it sounds like with a drunk guy in it. How do you like the sound of that? Cops are cracking down on drunk motorcycle riders. If you ride drunk, you will get caught and you will get arrested. Drunk riding, over the limit, under arrest. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. 
I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. If you turn 65 this year, you are eligible for Medicare. To help you understand your choices and possibility of financial assistance, the Ohio Department of Insurance is holding Welcome to Medicare events across the state. So join us at a free event near you. Make sure your plan suits your budget and your needs. For more information, contact the Ohio Department of Insurance at 1-800-686-1578 or go online at insurance.ohio.gov. Summer is in full swing. If you think you're hot, well, so are your trees. You can help your trees by watering them, especially if they're newly planted. During the hot, dry summer months, your trees could use a water boost. Watering new trees a few times a week will help them survive while they're developing their root system. So don't forget about them. To find out more about watering trees or to find a certified arborist near you, go to treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. The Fan, the Fan, fan. Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. In 1968, Eunice Kennedy Shriver started Special Olympics from what was a backyard summer camp for people with intellectual disabilities. For more than 50 years now, Special Olympics has provided year-round sports training and athletic competition in a variety of Olympic-type sports for children and adults with intellectual disabilities all over the world. In Ohio, Special Olympics boasts more than 20,000 athletes. 18-year-old Ethan Valley is a Special Olympics athlete from New Albany, northeast of Columbus. He just graduated high school and started an internship. But in his spare time, he practices and competes in several sports with his local team. He'll compete at the annual Special Olympics Ohio State Summer Games later this month. And he recently took time out of his busy schedule to chat with me about his history as an SOOH athlete. I've been involved with Special Olympics for since I was 10. And do you play a lot of different sports or just one? Uh, a lot of different sports. What sports do you do? Soccer, swimming, basketball, football, track and field. That's a lot. That keeps you busy, doesn't it? Yeah. Tell me about your experience as a Special Olympics athlete, Ethan. What have you learned from doing sports with Special Olympics? I learned the fundamentals and the fundamentals of the sports and make how to make new friends and meet new people. What was it that got you involved in Special Olympics? Were you just looking for a way to play sports, or did someone say, hey, you should come try this? Uh, someone said, hey, you should come try this. <laughs> cool. Who was that? Um, Krista Seibert. She's one, she was one of my uh, special helpers, intervention specialists. Do you have a sport that is your favorite that you like to do more than the other ones? Swimming. Swimming's your favorite? What's your favorite swimming event to do? I would say the 100 meter. You like to go fast? Yeah. Have you gotten a few medals doing Special Olympic sports? Do you know how many medals you have? A lot. A lot. You've lost count at this point. (laughs) Yeah. 
Can you tell me three words that you would use to describe your experience as an athlete with Special Olympics? Um, teamwork, socialization, and fun. Those are, those are good words. Teamwork, yeah. socialization, and fun. What would you tell somebody who says, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to do Special Olympics. Should I? What would you say to them? Uh, I'd say you learn a lot about the different sports and play them and have fun. So in a couple of weeks, you'll be at Ohio State for the Special Olympics Ohio State Summer Games. And you have been to the Summer Games before, right? Yes. What, is, uh, what are some of your favorite things about that weekend at Ohio State? Aside from competing and getting medals, what are some other things that, uh, that go on that weekend that you enjoy? Uh, watching my team compete and tent town. That's a place where the athletes can go and kind of relax and have fun? Yeah. What kind of stuff do they do there? Like carnival games. Fun. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, if someone is thinking they might want to come and watch the Special Olympics competitions during the summer games and be fans in the stands? What would you say to them? I'd say that everybody cheers right for everyone. And yeah, good luck to Good luck to all the competitors. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Bishop and Friends. It's not even like outlet surplus stuff. It used to be it was a big deal. Like yeah. you go to a, an outlet and you'd actually get a deal on something. Not anymore. It's the mall. It's just the mall. Bishop and Friends. Sponsored by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Weekdays from 9 to noon. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. It's time to talk Cleveland Browns football with Tyvis Powell from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show and our Eric Reeser. Talking with Tyvis Powell, he's a national champion at Ohio State, former NFLer with the Browns and several other teams, current analyst on the Cleveland Browns Radio Network, ONN affiliate WBNS-FM in Columbus. Uh, the Cleveland Browns held mandatory minicamp this week in Berea. Of course, the hopes and the dreams of Browns and Browns fans this season rest on Deshaun Watson, who from all accounts was as sharp as he's ever been this week as a member of this team. How much do you put into that kind of glowing talk, Tyvis, in June? You know, it's hard to put a lot of stock in that in June. What I, what makes me believe in it a little bit is, for, is the simple fact that, you know, he, he was rusty the last time we seen him. And obviously him and Kevin Stefanski had never worked with each other. So it was nice to see him have some success because it lets you know that him and Kevin Stefanski are on the same page. You know, when I went to watch practice this past Tuesday, I only seen him throw one incompletion on the day. And to me, that's a guy that's locked in. That's a guy that understands, you know, what he's trying to do. He understands that he has, he has weapons that he wants to get the ball to. And it also shows that Kevin Stefanski and him are on the same page and making things happen. Tyvis, when you go through a practice and the ball only hits the ground once, it does a lot for a quarterback's confidence, but what does it do for the players around him? Well, if the ball only hits the ground once, what it does is, as a receiver, it lets you know that, hey, I got a guy that can get me the ball in a timely manner. So that's that's confident. You know, running, I'm going to run my routes as hard as I can with, for this guy because I know he's going to at least get me the ball where I, where I needed to be. And on top of that, you know, we're, we're trying to win games. You know, this this team was led really pretty much by the shoulders of 
Nick Chubb last year. So as a wide receiver, now I got a quarterback that can make all of the throws on the field and can make some amazing things happen. You know, I'm excited about that, and I think these receivers are as well. I want to get to Nick Chubb in a second, um, but with an, an an availability with the media, uh, I think it was on Thursday morning or Wednesday afternoon, excuse me. Watson said that everything's new. Uh, how different is Kevin Stefanski's offense compared to the one that he was asked to run with Bill O'Brien in Houston? Well, for this offense, right? Well, as far as Kevin Stefanski goes. Now, obviously, we're used to seeing all of these tight ends out there, you know, 12 and 13 per- personnel, meaning it's three tight ends, two tight ends on the field at once. You know, we're used to seeing a bunch of under-the-center play action, you know, roll out, throw to the tight ends, or hit hit a wide receiver on an over route. You know, that's pretty much Kevin Stefanski's thing. Well, what I've seen was a lot of shotgun. You know, it was a couple of plays where Nick Chubb wasn't even on the field. You know, he was on the sideline. And they had uh, Elijah Moore in at, at running back, you know, just to give throw wrinkles into the defense, you know. So I think that all of that is brand new. Browns fans are going to be excited to see that. Obviously, creativity is something that we've been wanting to see. We, everybody gets tired of seeing the same old thing. Although it was effective because you have a Nick Chubb. Now that you have this dynamic quarterback, it's going to be nice to see him bring out different personnel and show different plays that we haven't seen before. Talking with Tyvis Powell, former NFL defensive back and current analyst on the Cleveland Browns radio network. You can also hear him on ONN affiliate WBNS FM in Columbus. Tyvis, what exactly do you foresee Nick Chubb's role being in this offense? You know, the thing about Nick Chubb is this. You know, he's, he's successful and he has the respect amongst everybody in the NFL because of who he is, how he carries himself, and how he plays the game. What I think that he should be pretty excited about this season because if Kevin Stefanski is going to open up the playbook to where it's going to be a lot of pass, that means when he gets in the game, you know, these, now you're looking at, you know, maybe it's a dime personnel, meaning there's six DBs on the field. Or maybe it's nickel where it's five DBs on the field. And if they're running, if they're spreading out these formations, you know, now Nick Chubb doesn't have to worry about, you know, making, making three linebackers miss or getting past three linebackers. There's only two or one linebacker now. So pretty much I think Kevin Stefanski is going into this season, you know, trying to throw the ball so to open it up for the run game. And if that's the case and we get up, obviously more times than not, Nick Chubb will put a dagger in a lot of these guys by, you know, icing the game at the end with, with his tough running ability. Tyvis, you said you were at Brown's practice earlier this week as they were doing mandatory mini camp. Anybody offensively or defensively catch your eye or anybody flashed that Brown's fans know the name, but should they be looking forward to this season? Yeah, DPJ, was uh, he looked phenomenal. I mean, Deshaun threw him a couple of passes that was kind of fishy. But he made, he jumped up and made sure he came down with them. I mean, he and a lot of people are obviously the big speculation is everybody wants DeAndre Hopkins because you never know what you're gonna get with DPJ. But I thought watching him on Tuesday, the things that he was able to do, the chemistry that he had, and the trust that Deshaun already has in him, you know, he's poised to have a nice season. Also, it is his contract year, so typically on contract year, you tend to see these players play a tad bit harder. In the limited time that you were able to watch practice, how did the defensive line look? It's going to be a completely different, or at least a little different, personnel-wise, when you add Zadarius Smith opposite Miles Garrett. How'd they look? And, and understandably, it's June. You know what? Some they So they didn't do a lot of, in the team, I've seen like one or two maybe team periods. And I was surprised at the starting D-line. You know, he has Darius Smith at a defensive tackle opposite of Dalvin Tomlinson, and he had Oboe 
on the edge and Miles at the edge. Both of those guys were standing up. Now, those guys usually have their hands in the dirt, so it was nice seeing, you know, a different look on there. And to have the Darius at that defensive tackle spot is going to be pretty big because his best pass rush is he's a bully guy, meaning he likes to run straight down the middle of a guy and push you back. And that's typically what you ask your defensive tackles to do. If he's going to be effective doing that, you got essentially three to four pass rushers on the field. Jim Force is looking to get after these guys. I am looking for that ball to come out very fast this year, and I'm looking for these DBs to make a ton of plays. So we're looking at a little over a month that the Browns are going to have off um, before they uh, report for training camp. Things are going to look a little different this year. As they're reporting earlier, they've got the Hall of Fame game, so things will be kind of moved uh, up a little bit in the typical NFL calendar. Then they're going to the Greenbrier for training camp, Tyvis. How different is that going to feel, and how different is that going to look for the players going to a new location as opposed to just staying in Berea for camp? You know, it, it is going to be very different, but that's a, that's a chance for them to bond. You know, you're going out, you're leaving where you usually practice, and you're going to a different place that's foreign to you. Typically, you know, guys get closer. Now, training camp is always training camp. And you're going to start off, everybody's going to be excited for the first maybe two days. <laughs> as, the, as the weeks get longer and the days goes on, you got to find some motivation. And I think these guys have to be motivated by the fact that we have a legitimate chance to really compete in this AFC this year. So I think that's going to carry them a long way. There'll be a lot of guys that's coming off an injury that'll be back for training camp. And I think just having just those guys that's there now, you know, with the Wine Thorhills, the Marquise Goodwins, Deshaun Watson, so these guys have bring a lot of energy. I was at practice, I got to see Marquise Goodwin and Wine Thornhill, you know, chirping back and forth just to keep the energy up. And I think that type of thing right there, when them long days of camp is going on, you need that type of thing to get you through. So um, I think these guys are going to come out on top. And ultimately, you know, they're going to compete. They're going to talk some trash to each other, but it's all to make each other better and make sure that they're ready for them Cincinnati Bengals on week one. Here on the Cleveland Browns Radio Network, as well as ONN affiliate WBNS-FM in Columbus. He's a former NFLer and national champion with Ohio State, Tyvis Powell. Thanks so much for your time, bud. Thank you. Go Browns. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Join us for Gambling Things, Fantasy Sports, Gambling Things, and most importantly, Gambling Things. Hollywood Casinos on the Money, Sunday morning at 9. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time to discuss Cincinnati Reds baseball and hear from Jeff Carr of Locked On Reds. Jeff Carr with Locked On Reds joins us this week as we talk Reds baseball. And Jeff, it certainly has been a very exciting week. Number of topics, but let's not bury the lead. The Major League debut this past week of L.A. De La Cruz at Great American Ballpark Tuesday. What were your thoughts in experiencing that, uh, whether you were there or whether you were just observing or paying attention like we all were from Reds country? I honestly think that his first at-bat is something that will feed into his legend for a long time. We're talking about a dude that has all of the tools. He has crazy speed, crazy arm strength. He can hit the ball a mile. He's got a great batter's eye, all this other stuff. His first at-bat was a walk. And, and, like, you think about a guy like that, like, as soon as he steps up to the plate, he's probably thinking, I want to win that fan, that tundra. I want to hit that sign <laughs> in center field. And – Instead, Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers was just like, yeah, 
I'm not giving you anything to hit. I'm going to give you a bunch of pitches that I think you're going to, you know, swing all the way around on and embarrass yourself. And uh, it's not going to happen. And L.A. De La Cruz was like, all right, whatever. I'll take my base. He's got this kind of baseball IQ that I don't think we've seen from a rookie and maybe not even most of the veterans on this team. Is that what makes him so impressive? His demeanor, as you said, his uh, his patience, the batter's box there. He didn't chase them. He was able to hold up. They talked about how he'd worked on that at Triple A Louisville. Just the way he conducted himself in that in that entire game, and I'm sure that's something they've seen as they've brought him through, right? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, that's something that when when you talk about Elie De La Cruz as a player, you almost have to lead off with it because. He looked like he's been doing this, you know, a dozen years already. Like, he looks like he could be a leader in this clubhouse. And I know that in the postgame, like, Matt McClain was talking about how um, they were coming off the field in different innings, and he was talking about, you know, different plays that happened, and and they were breaking it all down. And then at the end of the game, they were just talking like they were just having fun, like they were just two kids playing a game. and. He's, he's able to, you know, flip back and forth between the super serious and, and, and super fun-loving guy. Back when I covered the Louisville Bats, we had a pair come up by the name of Votto and Bruce, and they weren't up the same time together immediately, and they were certainly not on the same either infield or outfield. But when you get McLean and De La Cruz now on the same side for the moment of that infield. Is that as good a combination entering the big leagues for a first year as you can remember a Reds team having? It's absolutely got to be. And you talk about the the positions that both of them play. Both guys honestly could play anywhere on the diamond. Like, I mean, we might be talking about the double play combination of the future. We might be talking about the left side of the infield for the future. Uh, both guys could be in the outfield. I, I don't know. There's so much talent that the Reds have coming up. But I definitely believe that these two dudes are at the front of that list for a very, very good reason. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of people, uh, and, and I love this comparison, uh, comparing Matt McClain to David Eckstein, but with more talent. Mm. And, like, David Eckstein was a smart baseball player, really got the job done, but you always knew that there were certain things that you just you could get around Matt or, or David Eckstein with. Matt McClain, I mean, he can do it all. I, I, I really love the fact that these two dudes – are kind of the the leaders of this rookie youth movement for the Reds. Stay with the youth. How about the debut of Andrew Abbott and his win this past Sunday against Milwaukee at Great American Ballpark? As impressive a start from a rookie in his first start, I think the stat was since 1901, he's the only to go six innings, one hit, and no runs. Incredible. And it was so much so that he didn't do it with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. He did it with four pitches that he had complete control of. He could move them all around the zone and get guys to swing and miss at the curveball, get guys to be baffled at the the sweeping slider that he has. The changeup was right there that he could drop in on anybody. And then, of course, that fastball, he knew exactly where he could pinpoint it. And just about any former Major League pitcher that you talk to will say the most deadly pitch is a fastball you can control, and he has absolute control over his fastball. And the, the fact that he pitches from the South Paul side is something I was looking at. Like you add him and, and hopefully here later on this year, we'll see a healthy Nick Lodolo and we can see Brandon Williamson really start to grow and, and turn into a good starting pitcher. The Reds could have three good left-handed pitchers in their rotation. I mean, 
But Andrew Abbott specifically, I mean, he just showed his, his calmness, his demeanor on the mound. And then even in the postgame, when they asked him about the start, he's like, yeah, you know, it was good. We got the win. I really hated that I walked that many guys, though. I really got to work on that. And it's just like, hey, I mean, he keeps it down to earth, too. Like, he knows what he needs to work on to be that, to take that next step. Jeff, before we get you out of here, I read a stat today where Elias is reporting the Reds are the second youngest 26-man roster right now in the big leagues behind only Cleveland. We hear a lot about the rebuild, about the future for the Reds. Is it fair to say that the, the future is here, the future is now, or how far along in this thing are they really in getting what they'd like up here? That is why the win on Tuesday night was so important, because the future is now. We, we saw how the rookies drove this thing. And you even talk about, you know, Will Benson got in on the action with a big hit later on in that game to beat the Dodgers. Like, there's so many young guys that are stepping up. And the way that they've been playing, you know, people call them the cardiac reds, the comeback kids, and all this other stuff. As they are playing, and people talk about how losing is a contagious thing for a team, so is winning. And when you've got all these young guys that are coming up and tasting this little bit of success right now in the regular season, especially against a team like the Dodgers, they're going to begin to get this feeling like there's nothing they can't do. And when that is the permeating feeling amongst the roster, then the team will only take steps forward from here on out. So the future is absolutely here because you're talking about guys that I don't expect we're going to see too many. I mean, there's going to be growing pains with any of them, but it's not going to be one of those things where, man, they, they're struggling so bad. We got to send them down. I don't think we're talking about that with too many of these guys here. And, and we're talking about a stable roster, which in and of itself just sounds fantastic for years to come. Great stuff, Jeff. As always, we appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks, man. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. This Father's Day, find the perfect gift for the dad who loves the perfect yard. From steel mowers and blowers to trimmers and chainsaws, our AK Homeowner System of battery-powered equipment has a range of tools dad is sure to love. Visit your local steel dealer and save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Now, just $149.99. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Was $199.99 MSRP. Set includes AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger. Offer valid for a limited time at participating dealers while supplies last. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Everyone knows you can have a lot of fun outside. But did you know that spending time outdoors is actually good for you? That's right. Spending time in the outdoors can have a positive impact on your body and your mind. Even 15 minutes outside a day can lower your stress and help you feel better. So get out there, visit an Ohio park, and thrive outside. Are you in crisis? Contact Ohio's Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call, text, or chat 988. This is the sound of a popular American motorcycle. It's the sound of freedom, the open road, really good times. And this is what it sounds like with a drunk guy in it. 
How do you like the sound of that? Cops are cracking down on drunk motorcycle riders. If you ride drunk, you will get caught and you will get arrested. Drunk riding. Over the limit, under arrest. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Transportation. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. If you turn 65 this year, you are eligible for Medicare. To help you understand your choices and possibility of financial assistance, the Ohio Department of Insurance is holding Welcome to Medicare events across the state. So join us at a free event near you. Make sure your plan suits your budget and your needs. For more information, contact the Ohio Department of Insurance at 1-800-686-1578 or go online at insurance.ohio.gov. Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time now to get some highlights of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show with Jay Crawford. Here's producer Colin Barringer to set the scene. Thanks, Kate. This week on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Tyvis Powell shares the improvements he's seen from quarterback Deshaun Watson this week in mandatory minicamp. Do I understand that it was practice? Yes. Absolutely, I do. Okay. Do I understand? Let's take it even a step further. Do I understand that these half of this was seven on seven? You know, there was even not wasn't even a pass rush there. Yeah. Absolutely, I do. But the point that I'm making is this: there, him and Kevin Stefanski, this whole off season was talking about getting on the same page. We're going to run plays that Deshaun Watson want to run. Okay. Right. If he doesn't work, we're going to get rid of it. All right? So they've had OTAs for, what, three to four weeks maybe, whatever yeah. it was. That's the trial and error. By the time minicamp comes around, now you got to have something concrete. you got to have something to go into these next six weeks that the offense or defense is something to be excited about. So they have, yesterday, watching that man practice, it was one ball that I seen go on the ground, and it was because G New broke up a pass in the in seven on seven. Outside of that, team period, regular seven on seven, red zone seven on seven. He completed every pass except for just one yesterday. So that speaks volumes to me because it shows that he that the trips to Puerto Rico and all that the chemistry is there. And it's not like these guys was just flat out wide open. Some of them were blanketed coverage, and yet he still trusted his guys enough to but throw Tyvis. the ball in there. No, and that's boy, fun, that's but, that's huge. But, okay, but, compared to what was used to be in Berea, have you ever heard of somebody saying a quarterback looked better than Tom Brady in Berea ever? No. Listen. No, you haven't. Say you have. To catch the full breakdown, just search the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube, subscribe to their page, and enjoy daily content covering all things Cleveland sports. We'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue on the Ohio News Network. Rothman and Ice. Pretty thick out there when you and I were doing the show. Thick shakes, thick weather. That's what I'm saying, and thick thighs. They save lives. But yeah, you know, those... uh, Those lower trunks. Rothman and Ice, weekdays at noon. Sponsored by your local Pella Window showroom. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. That's all for this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. 
Thank you so much to this week's guests, Carla Batt, Volunteer Engagement Manager for Special Olympics Ohio, Kim Lauer, who is a coach for New Albany Special Olympics, and New Albany Special Olympics athlete Ethan Valley. The Special Olympics Ohio State Summer Games are taking place June 23rd through the 25th in Columbus at the Ohio State University, and competitions are free for spectators to attend. You can get more info at SOOH.org. Thanks to all of our Locked On podcast contributors this week as well. For Colin Barringer, Eric Reeser, and Paul Keels, I'm Kate Burdett. Thanks for listening to Ohio Sports Magazine. Join us next week right here on the Ohio News Network. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Color.